This is another five-star production. Wish I had told who was the only one. Uh-oh. But it's too late. It's too late. You sweater, and I ain't talking about a cool J. You a big L, and I ain't talking about cool J. See me at the airport, at least 20 Louis. Treat me like the prince, and it's my sweet brother, Lucy. Group to say I'm too tall. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of Tribe GM from the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Robert. Next to me, I have Stats and Research, Brandon. Yo. And from Parts Unknown, Khalil is still in Parts. He's actually in Parts Unknown. He's in the clouds. Yes, he's in the clouds. Well, yeah, in the clouds. And uh, Clayton is was uh, well. He's he's in our group chat arguing with us about whether Allen Iverson and James Harden is better. Is better, but I'm pretty sure you'll hear that on another episode down the line. We will, yeah, eventually. We'll but the trade deadline has passed. Uh, as I predicted on previous podcasts, um, I thought episode I thought it was going to be an interesting deadline, and it did not disappoint. A lot of trades, a lot of moves. Brandon, how did you feel about it? Which, just your first thoughts. It was, um, it, okay, it was an interesting deadline, but it was an interesting deadline because of, the obviously, the uh, overarching uh, James Harden potential deal that okay. didn't come to fruition. Um, you know, so people were just kind of waiting on it, and it was kind of... You know, you had the the back and forth. It is happening. It's not happening. They want this. They want that. And then, actually, I literally right before the trade dropped, I saw a, a tweet. Uh, I can't remember who it was from, but somebody said that um, the Nets had had made calls to other teams, checking in on what they could get from Matisse Tybel. Um, oh, if if he got included in the trade. Well, my under from from what the tweet said, I guess it was that that is what was going to happen, and then I think I saw a tweet immediately after that that said that the Sixers will not are not going to be they're not offering either Maxi or Tybal. And then I closed my phone, and then immediately I got the notification that uh, the trade, trade went through. Went through. Oh. So. Uh, you know, I, I think that's what kind of made it interesting if you kind of look at the totality of it. I mean, there have been more. I think last year's deadline was more interesting. Um, but I think it's really? Yeah. But I think it was it was kind of similar to where last year's deadline was kind of held captive by the uh, potential Lowry deal. Um, you know, that one, of course, didn't happen. But Now, you were very adamant that um, that the trade wouldn't happen if either Maxi or Thibel was in the trade. So how surprised were you when you found out that neither one was in the trade and that it was just two first-round picks and uh, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond? Well, um, I, was, I was surprised. I was also um, – I'm, I'm very upset at Sean Marks. He, so you're uh, upset at Sean Marks? Yeah, he did me dirty. I sat up on here to our 100 followers and made myself look like an idiot defending him. <laughs> Defending him, saying, nah, man, he's not going to get played like that. But nah, apparently he did. So. I mean, I don't know. I think you feel like he got played. I feel like it's still a good trade. I think I it's a good like, trade for both teams, I in my opinion. It, I'm with you. I don't think, you know, I've told you. I think it's a good trade for both teams. Um, I think as far as the Nets, how do they look as a, a, as a whole, contender as a, this yeah. season? 
I'm not sure. I, I'll push back that they're content that they'd be legitimate contenders this year. I think they'll be on the outside looking in. You know, if some things go right for them, if you know Durant comes back healthy, if maybe the the vaccination requirements in in uh, New York are lifted, and and if um, you know Ben Simmons can come back and look like the player he's been his entire career. I mean, this will be a tough out. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be a tough out either way. Um, I just, I just have a hard time seeing them as as being legitimate contenders, just because they're not gonna get the time to gel. Um, you know, and and I don't know. We don't know when Ben's coming back. I would. I mean, they're on like a nine game losing streak. I think he's coming back sooner than later. Yeah, I think he'll be back within. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but um, you know, um, but I think it's a good trade for both teams. I think the Nets. Obviously, you know the Nets look good, and the Sixers. Obviously, they get um, they get James Harden. Um, pairing with Embiid, I think as a pick and roll duo, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough to stop. Now, I'll push back on the notion of ESPN talking about they're gonna be unstoppable. That's that's utterly ridiculous. Um, I think for both teams, it's a good foundational trade, but I, I think there's like moves that have to be made that probably made to the offseason. But I mean, it's fine. I don't think both teams necessarily feel like they have to win this year, which probably might be better for both teams anyway. Like Brooklyn now doesn't have that like pressure on them that they have to win. I agree. People I think, will kind of leave them alone. I think they will get left alone. I think Steve Nash might keep his job. Um, I mean, he will actually now. He, not he will. Yeah. He'll keep, he'll at least probably buy himself two more years. So good for him. Um, but I just, I don't know, man. The Sixers, this deal for the Sixers, I mean, I don't hate it. Obviously, it's it's good for them. They got to keep Tyler. They got to keep Maxi. They get, uh, they add Harden. Um, so they're, they didn't they're, have Simmons for like the holy season anyway. So they, they, I mean, they did what they needed to do. I mean, I've we I've had conversations with you off this podcast telling you that Daryl needed to trade Simmons and he he needs to trade him for whatever he can get. And hey, more power to him that he was able to get James Harden out of it. Um, but again, it's just my concern with them is, is going to be injuries. Harden one just hasn't looked good this year. Um, and while he has historically been durable, he has not been durable over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, and Joel Embiid is, is always a question mark, you know, his back, his knee, something, even though this is like the most healthy, the healthiest he's been in almost. I agree. He he, he's been very healthy this year. It's probably, you're right, it's probably been his healthiest. I don't think he's missed any game. Um, he did miss some games earlier in the year. Um, was it like COVID-related? No, I think his knee was bothering him. Remember, like, after the first game, he said he, like, couldn't walk for two days or some nonsense. Which like was that. weird, but now he's fine. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I think I, that's just my question. And that, honestly, the fact that he, he's been so healthy, it kind of makes me nervous. Oh, don't do that. Don't don't try to don't do a jinx. He's will he'll be fine. Let's just not, not you know, let's just not, not acknowledge it. Let's just not just like like we'd even say it. I don't care. I'm a Heat fan. No, nah, but I like I like watching Joel and B play. I, I think I he's I a good too. player. I don't you know, I'm I don't wish injury on any player. I don't honestly. wish injury on him either. But look, sometimes look it just doesn't it doesn't have to be injury. It's it, it doesn't have to be something that it's keeping him out. It could be I if I'm not mistaken, did they that was definitely a charge. Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't uh, didn't I don't think he missed a game in the Hawks series, but he he had his knee was bothering him in that series, and he um he, I think he played anyway, but yes, know, it kind of that's the kind of thing it can be. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be something that it's he, catastrophic. Ca- I get yeah, you're saying. yeah, it doesn't have to make him miss time. It 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 you know it it could just be the knee, knee swells up like Dwayne Wade. 
um, you know, the knee acts up, swells up on him, and he might play, but, you know, he's just, just not really himself. No. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But um, in other news, Kristoff uh, Porzingis, what we used to call him, the Latavian gangbanger? Latvian. He, well, you know, he, he he's had some, he's been in a couple of fights in he his has. home country. So he is, he's about that life. He is a unicorn. Yes, and he's a unicorn. He had got, he's leaving Dallas. He's going to Washington for, in my opinion, one of the worst contracts in the league, if not the worst contract in the, the league. The worst contract. No, because Russell Westbrook's contract. Russell Westbrook plays game. Yeah, anytime somebody has a trade unit, I think of a first-round pick every time you go somewhere. That means you're the worst contract in the league. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He plays games. Huh? Russell Westbrook plays games. Yeah, but Bertans didn't even get – they didn't have to give a pick to get him. And, and I think they actually got a pick. They did. They got a second-round pick. Yeah, so he obviously is not the worst contract in the league. That's because Dallas is retarded. He might be the worst value in the league. He's not the worst contract in the league. I, I don't know. That. To have the worst contract in the league, that means you – If look, if you're getting traded for a first-round pick every year, like, like in a sense, like your team has to give up a has to give up a first round pick with you just to go somewhere else. That probably means you're not the best contract in the league. I'm just saying. That's I mean, all I'm saying. I get. I mean, your. Per, I guess that's your perception, and you know. I mean, I guess the argument, your perception, is your reality. So. Okay, I'm just. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, he's argue, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Like, look at. I mean, we I'm obviously just, look, know they wanted. They were trying to trade him. Look, they they legitimately benched Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans this season. Yes, like, I know. Like, just I, I don't mean like you're coming off the bench like he did not play. Okay, well. That has not happened. Darius Bertans got traded. He's now going to play with the Don, Luka Doncic. Spencer Dinwiddie, who really wanted to supposedly like kind of be the man in Washington and hasn't necessarily looked good coming back from his injury. He now gets to go to Dallas, play second fiddle. Isn't Jalen Brunson still there? Yes. So, I guess, I mean, I guess he'll start or he'll come off the bench. Ooh, February 12th. That's, oh, that's oh wait, that's Saturday. Saturday. Oh, I told you, uh, Ben Simmons will probably play in that game on Saturday. Dog, they're on a nine-game losing streak. I th- nah, I think he'll, I think he'll play like a home game in Brooklyn. Remember, he had you know nice touch, Rich Paul. By the way, I saw your little um. He he needs a th- he has a he's getting a new therapist in Brooklyn. Nice touch, um. But um, I don't I don't know. But no, nah, I don't like the trade. I I don't like the trade for 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 the Mavericks. Not in the sense of them trading Porzingis, just what they got back. Maybe they know. Maybe Jason Kidd like Spencer Dinwiddie. Didn't he um coach him? Uh, no, he never coached no, him. Take it back. No, not. Did not, they did not cross paths. But maybe maybe he's seen him play. Maybe he likes his game. Um, you know, um, I forgot where their GM's from. But the Nike guy. The Nike guy. Maybe he's seen him. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe Mark Cuban likes him because he wanted to fucking sell his contract to fans. I don't know. Innovation. I don't know, but he's he's there. Good for him. That was a that was kind of like the surprise big trade of the day because realistically, Harden and Simmons, you kind of knew it was going to happen. It just more so if it was going to happen at the deadline or in the off season. But you know, James Harden was making it very clear he didn't want to be in Brooklyn anymore. To the point where it looks like now Kevin Durant might not be his uh, favorite friend at I, this moment. I didn't even know. Apparently, Kendrick Perkins says that. Um, when Kevin Durant was a free agent, um, Harden wanted him to come to Houston. Durant, yeah. Durant, you know, obviously did not. He went to Golden the State. Warriors. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't talk for years. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Kendrick Perkins says. He said they didn't talk for years. Um, then, but then now uh, Katie want begged for him, basically forced pushed him no, to James come. James Harden to, wanted to, you know to come free. They kind of like. But I heard I heard Durant. Up. Yeah, but I heard Durant kind of like, like you know, nudged the owner to make sure the to make sure the trade happened because it's, ba- like, it's basically between them and Philly. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't know. I, he didn't really go into details as to when, but at some point prior to the trade, they had patched things up. It could have been the week before. It could have been a year before. I don't really know when, but, you know, they had patched things up and obviously tried to, by the way, 16 games together they played as a trio. Are they, like, the most um, underachieving big three ever? I mean, you, yeah. Is there another big three that was, like, that – like a big three that came together, like they they accomplished as much as the team at Grant Hill, Tim Duncan, big three. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that wasn't I, even a team. I know. Damn. Oh man, that's that's, crazy. that's a disaster. I mean, like if what? the if the Nets can't, I mean, they. Sh- I think. Oh, well, I be honestly in. think I kind of didn't under when they were trading for Harden personally. I didn't really understand it for them because they already had Kyrie and Kevin Durant, and I felt like they kind of need to like build a better team around them more so than go get another score. Obviously, their offense was good; like they probably could have won the championship last year. I mean, they really could have. I mean, if if all three of them were healthy, but I mean, going long term, I didn't I didn't really see the point of it, especially if like if you're Durant, you left Golden State because you supposedly like didn't like how people were treating you being on like a really good like a uber like super team i don't know why then you would be like yeah let's get james harden um we were just talking about that porzingis trade yeah davis Bertanz is not going to dallas where is he going he was sent to phoenix oh wait what yes for who um that's where your boy aaron holiday was he was sent to phoenix porzingis and a second round pick go to washington um oh, it's a four team trade dallas. isn't it three teams so who goes to Dallas? Just Spencer Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, so this is a, hey, good for them. I guess they're right. They got the cap space. That is, um, I kind of like so, that deal less for Dallas. So why would Phoenix want Bertans if they Shooter. if they have Jalen Smith? They don't. They traded him to, to the Pacers. I, I know cap. That, that's what I'm saying, sir. I'm saying, like, if you already had Smith, why would you? Is it because Smith is, like, a free agent? Because they didn't pick up his option? He would, yeah, he would be a free agent, and I guess you'd have to theoretically pay him. Okay, I mean, I guess that's that's interesting. I, I mean, you'd um, have to pay him less than you would Dirk. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, Chris Chris Paul does he, one way or another. He just find a way to get the best out of people. So, I think that'll be a good move for Phoenix. I like that. I He's gonna be their backup that. five, I guess. Mm, well, I mean, Javale McGee is like their backup four. Four. Oh, uh, he's Jay Jay Crowder insurance. Probably without the defense. So. Yeah. Can. Not sure what the consistent shooting that'll look like, but you know, if he can find I mean, his shot again, they had Sarek out there for Torrey's ACL last year, so I mean, probably, probably the same that's role. What they're, yeah, sorry. So, damn, Sarek, Sarek might be over. That's where they're looking, that's what they're going on that one. So he's going there, yeah. All right, was there any trade that you saw today that you just really either okay, let's give a what trade would you what trade or what GM would you give a, a, a star to? Uh, what GM would I give a star to? Yes. Uh, only right. trades that were made today. Yes. Um, well, in the trade deadline. Okay, Let's the do deadline that period. Yes. Which one can I give a can I give the ding to? I, 
Pause. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got myself a star. I think you can. Uh, Kevin Pritchard in Kevin. Indiana, I think, has to get a star. Another one. There you go. Shout out to. Oh, that was the wrong button. I'll edit that. Go ahead. Um, I definitely think he has to get a star. Um, getting Tyrese Halliburton for Sabonis, somebody who, let's be honest, he's a good player, but he just he wasn't. He wasn't setting the world on fire. He didn't fit. Um, I mean, look, they could have went the other way. They could have traded Miles Turner and kept Sabonis. And, but Sabonis and I don't didn't think fit. It really mattered. He didn't fit Carlisle's system, exactly. so he wasn't in the long term plans anyway. He doesn't fit Carlisle, so you get Tyrese Halliburton, a guy you could pair with Malcolm Brogdon going forward. He's a young player with tons of upside. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana low key has a has a good um, track record of developing talent. Yes, talent. Not necessarily young talent. It's typically kind of like T.J. Warren guys who are just kind of in. Well, the they did develop. The they did develop Paul George. Give him some credit. I'll give you credit for that, but you know, I mean, that's one of how many draft picks. Come on now. Um, but they 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 do have a a good system over there that they could develop. Um, I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that Carlisle is the best developer. Um. And I mean, look, they traded for Halliburton, so I'm sure Carlisle likes him. But if for some reason, like that goes south, like Carlisle is not the coach you want. So that's that. Ask Dennis Smith Jr. That. Um, but um, I think another GM. I think you got to give a a star to uh, John Horsch in uh, Milwaukee. I think uh, getting Serge Ibaka is a is a good move. They were able another sneaky uh sneaky part to to them is they I think that trade, that 14 trade they made was a 3 for 1. Mm-hmm. So they did free up some space uh on their roster so they can be players in the uh buyout market to uh, uh, typically I know typically buyout players don't really like help you. They like, don't in the grand scheme. They never really do. Um, ever, but you know, if they can get, you know, Mike Bibby, uh, DeAndre Bembry is a player that was cut from the Nets who's been playing well for them. He can defend. He's been she's shooting like fifty five percent from three this year, obviously on on pretty low volume. But um, he, you know, if the Milwaukee could get him, I mean, that would help their depth. Um, not saying it'd win them a title or a playoff series, but it'll help. Kind of sad depth. though. They traded White Dante. That is the one part. Um, that's why they weren't the first team I mentioned. Um, I like White Dante on their team. He, uh, he's a, he was a big part of their that all defensive lineup with Giannis at the five. And um, like now it's what Grayson he's Allen. Key to that, um, and uh, I just I think that could be one thing that really. I I'm just not sure about Milwaukee. Um, okay. I I'll give them. Props because the Abaca move is good. You need the Brook Lopez insurance, um, and Abaca is a you know he's a, he's a good player. He's a serviceable player. He can reasonably do the same things for you that Brook Lopez does. But it's it's just I'm I'm not really sure at times what their management is doing. Who? Uh, Milwaukee. Why? It doesn't seem like there's always a plan. They just uh, won a championship. They got a, they got a championship team. What you look, mean? I get it. You won the championship, but and I'm not. I'm not gonna play the shoulda, woulda, coulda stuff because at the end of the day, they, you know, they had to. They had to go out there and win the games, and they did. 
so that's fine. But that doesn't mean I I I I think you you made your GM your front office made good moves. I look, Budenholzer was the coach of that team. I still don't think Budenholzer is a good coach. You still don't think? No, he's I don't. And and there are a lot of people that agree with me. Uh, like I have not heard anybody on any show anywhere but, but Brandon, pounding the table for but Brandon. Brandon, he won a championship. That that's fine. Uh, there are a lot of people who you, you know who else won a championship. Who? Shannon Anderson. <laughs> not as a, a coach. So, as a player, he won oh, a championship. Man. That's that nice. All right. So all right. So you gave those two stars. Who are you actually disappointed in? What GMs are you like? What the fuck are you doing? Who's getting this? Who's getting the? Um, I think. I think the first and foremost, you got to go to the Kings. So the Kings are big. Who's their Who's their GM again? I don't even remember. All right. Well, for the Kings whole organ. Well, f it. Just blame the. the just blame the owner. Renadive. Yeah, you get a buzzer. Just. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I see what you're trying to do, but your execution is trash. Then on top of that, you don't make any other trades. You could have traded Harrison. I mean, you could trade Harrison Barnes like the last like three years. But for whatever reason, like you know, I guess he got a hard on for Harrison Barnes. I don't know what, I don't know what he sees in Harrison Barnes that everybody else doesn't see, Look, and that hasn't manifested. I I know exactly what the Kings are doing. The Kings are trying to make a play-in push, um, but they're not going to make the play-in tournament. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. Honestly, even they'd have they, to like literally. Okay, let's be realistic. We even see, if we've they looked will, at the standings, even they're two games back. No, 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 no. But like, look, look who they're behind. I think who's tenth in the West was it? It's the it's the Pelicans. They're not passing the Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to be better than the Pelicans were already better than them before they got CJ McCollum, and the Pelicans literally didn't have to give anything to get CJ McCollum. I mean, and they might get, and at some point we're assuming this year maybe possibly they'll get Zion back, even though I highly doubt it. I doubt it. But look, it doesn't even matter. Even if they made the play in, like I just don't think I know they haven't made the playoffs in what like twenty years, but. 15. 15 years, whatever. Yeah. Run our they, test. They haven't made the playoffs in 15 years. That's fine. Um, so I guess the plan is kind of nice for you. But you're going to make the plan to go get stomped out by by who? The the The, the, the Suns? Suns. Yeah, like, I not mean, even. I don't even think you'll make the playoffs. Like, you'll be the 10th seed in the play-in, and you'll get stomped out. Yeah, but, game. I mean, at some point, you so, just you get tired of being the team that almost makes the playoffs. I Look, I get it. I get it, Vivek. I understand what you're doing here. I understand what you want to do. But the play-in, you want to, you know, have some postseason success, like birth aspirations. I, I don't even think it's about success. It's just you want the extra playoff. You game. want your team to get into the postseason, and that's be on national fine. television. Sure, you know that's fine. But but come on, man. Like you 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 had you, you again. Why well, why not do this? Why not give up Tyrese Halliburton for Ben Simmons? Well, because as you can see, Daryl Morey doesn't want. He thinks he can do better than Tyrese Halliburton. Um, and he did, but yeah, but but you, I get your point. You were talking. This is not. I'm not saying that you had a chance at the deadline, but this is some a, a trade that you had been talking about for months prior to. And when hey, maybe the reporting is wrong, but um from everything that has been out you were out on Ben Simmons because you refused to include Tyrese Halliburton That's so true. I don't like what look I and look you know Robert I am not a Ben Simmons guy I, I know not. I, I, I am. don't 
I, I like what he does defensively. I, I acknowledge that. He is a top-tier defender in the league, elite on that side of the court. Um, as a competitor, don't care for him, don't want him on my team. Um, and just quite frankly, as a player, he has not improved since he's came into the league. He's been in the league, what, six years? Yes. Okay, so where are you going with this for you going here? I, I don't like Ben Simmons. This. I, I, I don't like him, but I, I like him more than Sabonis. Okay. And I would de- certainly, certainly, if I was in your position, in the position of the Kings, I would trade. Ty- if I'm going to trade Tyrese Halliburton, I'm trading him for uh, Ben Simmons. And and then from there, you can you can kind of build your team out around that. I mean, keeping Buddy Hield would make sense if you have Ben Simmons. It would it would make some of your roster start to make sense at that point. And then you and honestly, if I'm doing that, I. I'd probably see what I could get for De'Aaron Fox. I'd probably cash him in too. Okay. Um, All right. So, so you're not happy with the Kings. Is there any other team that you're disappointed with? I gotta say, I'm I'm disappointed in Sean Marks. Okay. All right. So you're disappointed in Dwayne Jones. Um, I am. I'm very disappointed in you, Sean Marks. I've already. You've I've expressed already it. Expressed my disappointment multiple times. I don't think you need to. Make you expressed it, really it before again. he even traded. Made the trade. Yes, I have. So what? So like, okay. So I'm ba- I'm basically the only way you'd have been happy if they got Maxi in the trade. No, if they had gotten Tybal, I think it would have been fine. Because I understand if you couldn't get Maxi, um, especially, um, it it just seemed like James Harden. Maybe James Harden didn't explicitly tell them that. Maybe he did. I don't know. But he, he was he's pulling a LeBron, a little passive aggressive. Uh, homie went out there against the Kings, played like 37 minutes, and scored four points. Like, get out. Said here. his hamstring hurt. Get out of here. I'm just saying. Uh, look, so I get it. You, 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 if you didn't have the, if you didn't feel you had the leverage or you didn't want to push it that far to try and get Maxi, I get it. Not a problem. Um, but I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't have gotten Tybal. I don't think Tybal makes sense for the Sixers right now on their team as presently constructed. Okay. So it's not like the Sixers need him. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they didn't want to give him up, and I, I wouldn't either if I'm the Sixers because whether he plays or not, he's an asset. Um, and I don't think Tybal makes sense for the Nets um, the way that their roster should be constructed now that they have Ben Simmons. But Matisse Tybal is somebody that you can use to go get something, whether it's a pick, whether it's another player. Um, he's an asset. I'm, I'm never – I if you can get – an asset, especially if you are a team looking to contend and contend for years to come, the key to maintaining a dynasty is asset accumulation. You have to be able to to keep assets, and that was ultimately the downfall of the big three era is they had no assets. They didn't have any picks. They didn't have any young players. They didn't have any developmental prospects. They had nothing. So, you know, when it started to come apart, when uh, Dwayne Wade's injuries started to become a problem, you had nobody to go to. Um, and then the other part about it is I just think, if for no other reason, I think you should get Matisse Tybel just so the Sixers don't have him. It's just one less piece of the Sixers. It makes your job harder. Okay. Well, so. supposedly that supposedly the person that was holding up the trade was uh, Seth Curry. Supposedly they didn't want to give up Seth Curry. They are yeah, trying to go like Danny Green or uh, Korsmont. And I do, I actually, you know what? There is one more person I want, I want to give a star to. Okay, who you want to give a star to? Go ahead. I want to give a star to Brad Stevens and the Celtics. Wait, really? I do. 
for him doing a Doc Rivers impersonation? Now, they went. They got under the tax. Okay. Which I think is something you want to do. You don't want yeah, to do say, say, We're going to save that money. You know what we're about. I'm, I'm with it. But they picked up Derek White for Josh Richardson. Okay. I believe was the trade. Yes. Um, I like Josh Richardson. You, It's well documented my feelings about Josh Richardson. But the fact of the matter is Josh Richardson has not been a good basketball player since he left the Heat. Like he can't do anything. Okay, okay, okay. He can't shoot anymore. Okay. He's not really a great defender anymore. Okay. Um, and they got Derek White, who I like a lot. They needed a point guard. And he's not really a point guard, though. He's more of a point guard than Dennis Schroeder. Well, Dennis Schroeder's okay, I guess. I mean, and now their he's, roster, a good, he's a better defender, so I like that. That's what I like. Is because they, I don't know if you've noticed they're eight and one in their last nine, and they're doing it with defense. Yes, so they're they're doubling uh, down. They're going. Since Marcus Smart has come back, I saw this on the stat on Twitter. Since Marcus Smart came back from, I believe he had an injury on January twenty third, he has played. I think it was four hundred and seventeen possessions of defense. Mm-hmm. He's given up sixty nine points total. Okay, so he's um, so he's getting back. Um, and so that ways. their their defense has been phenomenal and, and Derek White I think will help them and he can give them Derek White is not um, you know just a defender he can give them something on offense um, give them more than Josh Richardson on offense um, and look just in general whether you want to keep him or not Derek White is an asset that a lot of people like and, and he has a he doesn't have like a large contract I think he has something in the vicinity of like 12-ish million dollars maybe mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can use him. Um, hell, maybe you pair him and Marcus Smart together and you can go get yourself um, in, in the conversation for for a star um, if that's what you want to do. But I, I like what they did. They're making a little push here to see if they can maybe get into the top six. Um, the way they're playing defense, um, I, I think it's possible. I mean, I think the Raptors, you'd have to say, is the weak link in the mm-hmm. top six there. Yes. So, um do I think they could catch the Raptors? Sure, I think they could. Um, if they haven't caught them already, because I saw they're thirty-one and twenty-five. I no, they haven't, caught, they haven't caught them yet. They've not. All no. right, well, I'd l- you'd, you'd have to think they'd they'd catch the Raptors with their roster. The only thing I'll say is they do have some work to do, um, because after their trades, they made they made several trades. This is not the only one they made. Um, they are left with five open roster spots. Um, so your mm-hmm. roster is a little unbalanced. At the moment, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to try and fill them out. I, I assume they would be players in the buyout market. Um, they would try to add some guys there, and you know maybe they'd have a shot because hey, we only got ten players on our roster, so you know you you can come here and play. But typically, those buyout guys are looking for for rings, and I like what they've done, but I, they're just not contenders. All right, so that's that's interesting. All right. Is there you're happy about Boston? Is there any team that you're surprised didn't make a move before we wrap up? A team that didn't make a move. Yes. I um I mean not a I guess I, I wouldn't think so. Um I don't think so. Uh, you know, Washington made some moves. They didn't move Beal. But um, I mean, he's out for the I, year, so it's I am of... surprised. I'm a little surprised that Portland didn't move Nurkic, but um, you know, they said that they're building around Lillard, so it it makes sense. Like I see why they didn't. 
Um, I can also see anybody else. Is there anybody else? No, I mean, no, I'm not really surprised that the Heat didn't make a move. Um, I I am surprised that Charlotte didn't go get a real center. They got Montrez Harrell. Mm, you might work for them. Um, maybe, but they need like a a real center. Maybe you thought they would try to get. I, thought, I was surprised. Well, they don't. They're. You got to remember, they're paying. They're paying um, Gordon Hayward a uh, max. And then everybody and Terry Rozier is making a decent money. I mean, the the contracts are a little stacked up a little bit over there, surprisingly. So they don't have that much flexibility. I mean, maybe they could have tried to get Port. Maybe they should have tried to get Porzingis. That's what I'm saying. Like, but they, I don't know if they would have had the salaries to to make the move. They could have. It it'd probably have to be like. But they weren't going to trade Hayward. No, it, they, you could have gotten him. It'd be Terry Rozier. It'd be PJ Washington, and probably like somebody else. Even though I do wonder man. what he does on the, him as like what he'd be like. A and I'm, I'm going to be bad. You, I think that trade probably would have been better for Dallas than um, what they got. But I would assume they didn't offer it. They they did a salary dump. They were just trying to get rid of his contract. Yeah. They didn't so. care who they got back. They they they're kind of basically used to him barely being around anyway. So. Yeah. So, but no, I can't. Are you surprised there was anybody that didn't make a move? Because I I don't think I am. Um. Not really. I mean, I thought. I did think just how the Lakers have looked lately and knowing that it's a LeBron James type of team, um, I thought that they would make a move, but now I've come to realize that LeBron probably doesn't care if he wins this year or anytime soon. He just probably doesn't care anymore. He seems very content with where he is in life and he don't really, I don't, I think he's kind of know he's made his bed and he, I think he's, he's comfortable laying in it uh, with, yeah. a, with a glass of wine. I mean, I think so. I, I, I'm, if this really was sure. like LeBron like three years ago, I think he's like definitely like he's make he would have made enough noise. He would have done enough to get himself somebody else on that team. I agree. Even with the I limited just, options, I'm not I'm not surprised they didn't because like what can you do? I mean you. I mean, but even in Cleveland, we saw when they got rid of all their assets, he still made them find ways to get other people. Yeah, in but trades. you had people like okay, I can trade Jay Crowder. Like he's a useful player. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that year. I'm talking about even years where they had like literally nothing. Like they had like one draft pick, and he still made them go get somebody, just because he wanted. He needed. He was like, I need something. To, I need something more to win. I get it, but the problem is like even then, like you have tradable contracts. They they don't like they literally cannot get anybody. Who is helpful? You have Westbrook, Davis, LeBron, all making north of forty million dollars, and then you have you have Kendrick Nunn, you have THT, sorry, at, at what eleven or twelve, and then mm. you have Kendrick Nunn at at five. After that, it's all minimum guys. Like those are not easy guys to trade. Like THT I, I, is the one guy you can use as, as a big enough contract that can get you an impact player. I understand, um, but, but like, come on now, like, I feel he's like too hype, Tucker. Like, nobody cares about him. But I feel like we know LeBron. Like, if LeBron, if LeBron wants a different team, he's getting a different team. So if he, like, if he wanted, if he didn't, if he was like, I don't feel like I can win with this team. I need something. I need to at least try something different. Well, I feel like he would have gotten it. But I'm, I feel like he's probably at a point this year. He's just kind of like, eh. If we win, in, if we're not I'm, really, we I'm get bounced out the first. I don't care. That with you, man. Really, LeBron has came out this year in press conferences on record saying, like he literally said it, like I think it was a, like four or five days ago. Like I, no, it wasn't that long ago. It was like two days ago. He said, I I don't think 
Yeah, but that's the point. I'm, that's the we point I'm making. Get to the level of the Bucks, and I just. But, but that's the point I'm making. I feel like he's kind of just like, eh, we ain't winning this year. He doesn't care. If it was a year where he he thought there was a chance or he wanted to win, I think he would actually make a chance. I think he would actually uh, put more pressure on them to make a trade, and that's fine. Like you know, they always say you can't win every year. He has like what four championships? No, yeah, he has four championships, four finals MVPs. Maybe he's just he's like, all right, I'm cool. Like maybe maybe he's come to terms with his own, you know. And look, if reality. That's, that's fine. If that's what it is, it's just if this is what you're telling me, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear LeBron James in the conversation of Michael Jordan again. That's dead. If that's what you're telling, if that's your stance. My stance that he's just kind of like he's if, fine that with that. He is. Uh, he's he not is trying to okay. win. He is okay, even though the way he his tone in his press conferences, he he just seems defeated. Which I right, look, I understand. Um, not blaming him for it, but look, I just I just don't want to hear it. Okay, that's fair enough. He's a great player, but he's just not. I don't want to hear it. All right. By the way, oh, speaking well. of uh, Tucker. Can you believe how wild is it that the Lakers sent that man out there in the press conference after they lost that game? They sent out who? Uh, THT. You didn't see that? No. Why did they? Why did they send him out to speak? Is it Westbrook or Zimbabwean? No. That like that's the point. Like why? Why is he the guy? You, like you just lost that game against Portland. You lost that game to Anthony Simons. Maybe and Anthony Davis didn't want to speak. Did he speak? They. Well, I believe LeBron spoke. LeBron spoke. But he and spoke, Vogel spoke. I think in like the locker room or whatever, or like outside the locker room. No, I, um, he sat down. He was on the in the. I saw like the yeah, I saw oh, the okay. thing. Man. But um, the, thing. the first person you sent out there was a uh, was a uh, two hike Tucker. I mean, I just well, that that's some, a bad somebody had it. Yeah, man, they they have high hopes for him. I guess now because he's they're gone. But actually, I have another person I'm disappointed in. Wanted in. Okay, wrap it up. Go ahead. I'll use this as my final thoughts. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know who it is. Okay, but who whomever in the Lakers organization has gotten them where they are with a series of just awful decisions, you need to be fired. Or removed. You can't fire fire LeBron James and Rich Paul. Look, you can be on the team. You're an employee. We will pay you. But you are no longer involved in personnel decisions. I know everybody wants to blame uh, Rob Palenka for all these moves, but come on. I will not blame Rob Palenka. I'll blame Rob Palenka for... The Lowry trade last year. He gave, he gave you him control have traded, of the team when 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 they traded for Contavious Caldwell. I want I want you to yes, I want you to yo low key. That's that's like when the Lakers got a majority of clutch clients on their roster. That's when it was over. It was, was a hostile takeover. <laughs> it was a hostile takeover. Um, but nah, man. I mean, look, last year the Lakers could have traded for Lowry. Supposedly the uh, hanging point was they didn't want to trade Tht. Um. And okay, fine. You think he's a good player, but you, you you haven't developed him. He's not any better. Arguably, he's worse. Um, fine. You could have traded for uh, Buddy Heald. No, you take Westbrook. I'll blame LeBron for that one. Um, you could have kept Alex Caruso. You chose not to. You kept Kendrick Nunn in, instead, who has missed the entire season with a bone bruise in his knee. Um, I mean, come on, man. Do better. Whomever, whomever is responsible for this, do better. All right, so no more clutch, clutch liquors. <laughs> Just don't wait on Kendrick Nunn though. Do, do better. Okay.
Good for you though, Kendrick Nunn. Way to hit that lick. <laughs> Quick the five, five million. <laughs> Quick five million. <laughs> Ain't had to do nothing. nothing. Who, who's done less work, Kendrick Nunn or Will Fuller? Well, Will Fuller got me two point five million per catch. He's giving me some production. We'll find out by the end of the season, huh? That should be this guy. Nothing. Who is the more, who Not gave you the more bang for your thing. buck? That's that's pretty disgusting. All right, look, we'll see y'all on uh, we'll actually see you on Tuesday because uh, the Super Bowl and then Valentine's Day and all that good stuff. So we'll see y'all. I think actually we'll see y'all on Wednesday. We'll see y'all. Uh, we'll see have a great podcast. Wednesday, man. So this has been another episode from Tribe Talks. This is Tribe Jim. We are out. This has been another five-star production. I wanna look at the stars today. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Like in my cup in that dying today. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Take off.